How was your weekend, Sean? <laughs> God, it was damn great. It. How how was yours, John? Boring. Also, don't oh, ignore I'm... the fact that I just totally jumped out of my chair and came back. Right. Cool. Yep. I um I flew back up to Calgary for the weekend. My uh, I got a little bit of the John luck on the takeoff. Oh. We were delayed by two hours. Nice. Oh, that is the John luck. Yeah. Um. So that sucked. It, the reason, from what I was like overhearing, and I was just hearing bits and pieces of it, some kind of emergency situation happened with one of the crew members, so they needed a new crew. Ooh. Yeah, I don't. I guess Did they say what it was? No, they they were just saying like an emergency happened. Okay. So yeah. I wow. But so so I got all pissed off because they're delaying my flight by two hours. So. What a self-centered person for having an emergency situation. No, that's not true. Anyways, yes, I flew back to do the Spartan race. There is a picture of you on Facebook covered in mud. That's just a normal picture. It's not from yeah, Spartan that, race at all. Yeah, that was like before the trip. I'm <laughs> ready to get on the plane. What's up? I was saying there's a picture of you on Facebook like covered in mud with... Uh, oh, you know, and you were saying that was beforehand. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Yeah, no, Spartan Race was extra muddy this year. Uh, I did it with some friends this time, which was way better. I highly recommend if you're going to do one of these mud races to do it with friends. Um, My dad and sister also did it, which was impressive. Cool. I was surprised, yeah. Um, So our team of like five, only myself and my dad were the ones that climbed all the way to the top of the rope at the last end. That was the final obstacle. But that was pretty impressive. I did not think I was going to be able to do that. There was this other obstacle where... It was basically like a, like a wall and, and with small little two by four blocks sticking out of it. So you only had like like just the tips of your fingers to kind of hold on and like your toes. So there's, it's really hard to hold on and they're really far apart and you have to kind of Spider-Man your way across it. But if you're on a team, you can help like try and carry each other or like put your backs against each other to hold the person up. Well, since it was me and two of my friends, each person just grabbed one leg and just kind of carried the person along the wall. So the guy getting carried was just kind of like a slap in the wall. It was, so we did that like three times um, and just destroyed that obstacle. And um, the one of the coolest was crawling through mud underneath barbed wire. So you're up to like your elbows in mud. It, it was it was super muddy. It was super muddy. But yeah, tons of fun. Uh, first half was all running hills. So you get just super exhausted. And then they're wanting you to carry cinder blocks and sandbags around. So just really hard. Had a ton of fun. Got really, really muddy. Cool. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, they, the website where you can check out your pictures, because they have photographers on the course, none of the ones of mine are any good, <laughs> which is a bummer. But, oh, well. I was able to get some good, like, f- finishing ones with my team and whatnot. And, yeah. And you just came up here for that, right? Yeah. Well, I had originally, I had bought the tickets back in, like, January 2nd or 1st or something like that. Oh, wow. So I didn't know I was not going to be living in Calgary right. at this time. Sure, yeah. And I, and I knew like my dad was doing it and stuff, so I was like, I really want to do this. This would be this will be a really cool like memory to have and stuff like that. So yeah, no, I flew back. It was a you know chance to see the family and friends anyway. So but yes, it was expensive. I don't think I would do it again. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I would ever do it. So there you'd go. No, You're one you, up you on totally me. Totally should. You should totally do it. No. Probably not. I don't think either of us want to kill ourselves. So you don't like well, okay. The worst case scenario is you just start you slow down 
if you're getting that tired. You just walk or take a break. That's a pretty like, bad case scenario. I don't no, ever want to slow down. Andrew WK never slowed down. <laughs> he taught me to party he, hard. Yeah, look and I want to live by that now. credo. Love that hey, guy. And that's great. That's awesome. Like that that's that's the kind of attitude you should have going into the Spartan race. Which hard. I never will. So there you go. Oh, you I I really think like and everyone should do it. It is a complete blast. It, is it does actually so sound fun. pretty cool. It sounds right. fun. Like it could be a and good I've, time. And I've seen tons of like really old people or really unfit people doing it. And you just hey, you slow down and you take a break. It's not it's not a race at all. They time you, but it doesn't even matter. Especially if you're doing it with friends. Then you help each other out. If you screw up, you do you split the burpees. Me and my teammates are splitting the burpees. It's a, it's a blast. It is a ton of fun. And uh, I almost, it was uh, it was cloudy during the day. <clears throat> and it started like spitting just as we were about to begin. And I was like, oh man, if it actually rains, it's going to make everything like twice as hard. Luckily it didn't. But it would have been kind of cool if it did rain. <laughs> and yeah, uh, it's a great time. How was it being back in Canada? It was fine. It was good. Yeah. Like, you know, you nothing, cooled nothing off special. finally a little bit. <laughs> yeah. yeah it was de- it's definitely cooler up there. That's for sure. Yeah. And I actually had to wear a blanket when I went to bed. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Something I haven't done for a while. That's for sure. That's for sure. But yeah. You know, Canada seems cool. <laughs> yes, uh, yeah, it I'm is back, cool. Back, back here in the heat. Back right. here in the heat. I have no good transition and it's not even my job. I was going to say you've moved back to California where a lot of great developers live, such as Double Fine where we talk about video games here at the Top 10 Perspective. So we're going to top it up. Bolt. There Almost. you go. I don't even, I don't even I know close. what that was. I don't even... What was that? What was that? What? You're back in California. That's where <laughs> Double Fine is. Double Fine made what? one of the games we're going to be talking about today here on the Top 10 Perspective. Welcome. They did? Uh, Yeah. Or they're publishing. Look at the news. Well, in the news, but I, I thought you were talking about the games that we're oh, going no, no, to no, like, no. talk about. That was a great transition, John. A for effort. F for shut down by everyone else. Oh. Um, yeah, but hey, it's, uh, <laughs> it's August 21st. He says, yeah, anyways. It is August 21st, yeah. <laughs> I'm not hosting this I know. I'm, Sean, I'm even... what are you playing? I'm also joined by Paul. And Hi. <laughs> what have I been playing? I... Sorry, I just got a text message. I played through the third episode of Kentucky Road Zero. I don't remember which one of you guys owns it, but thank you. <laughs> That'd be I think, me. I think it is it you or it might be you or Nathan. It, I definitely have it. It's definitely okay. Nathan. Definitely does as well. So okay, I think I think John is higher in the list on my Steam account. So I sure. think it's John's copy, which is also annoying because I played Crypt of the ne- Necro Dancer again this week, and Paul bought it. But and because Paul is higher up on my list, it moved from John's game to Paul's game, which sucks because Paul uses his Steam account way more than John. <laughs> yeah, we, the, we we had this like, problem, John and I playing Velvet Sundown a couple weeks ago, where I had to completely get off the family sharing because I couldn't play any games. It said I was using other people's copies of like everything. Oh, that yeah. was weird with Velvet Sundown as well. I downloaded it, and it's a free to play game. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it should be anyone's. But the minute I downloaded it, it just went into John's list for some yep. reason because I guess he had it as well. And it was like, you, he's busy playing his things right now. And I'm like, great. I don't care. This is my game. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Steam sharing is great, but also the weirdest thing. 
They need to fix it, but it's great. Yeah. Also, like this is like totally first world problems. Is hey, why aren't my free games yeah. that I like? That aren't why aren't my free games working? Like, what do you mean I have to pay for games? this form yeah, of entertainment? Exactly. Like, someone else already paid for it. That's enough, right? One guy paid for it. Anyway, uh, Kentucky Road Zero episode three. The it's really it's really cool and interesting. The one issue I have, and it's kind of outside of it, is just it's been. Like, I think I played episode one and two before the new year. So I just had no idea. What you just, on. like, forgot everything. I forgot absolutely everything. And, I, and all I can remember about, like, the second episode is it gets really, like, ethereal with, like, bird god things. So there's no way I'm going to remember, was this a metaphor or did this actually happen? And then episode three starts with, like, hey, dude, you lost your leg. And I'm like, I don't, what? What are you talking about? Who are you? <laughs> And where am I? <laughs> um, but it has a really cool uh, moment, like a the song moment in a bar. You come across a, a bar, and there's a there's these there's these two people playing music, and you get to choose because you're always choosing like what your dialogue is, and you get to choose what their song is going to be, and you constantly get to pick what they're like. The, you're basically picking what verse is going to get sang next. The chorus is always the same, but you'll pick something, and then the the person will sing, and it's there's is audio like there is dialogue so he must have recorded like three different versions of this song and you kind of choose which parts of it you want to build together that was really cool the song's cool really liked that and then i don't want to spoil too much more of it in case people are playing it but there's some cool computer parts and you basically end up playing like a text adventure and it's it's oh so saints row 4 uh sure yeah i guess if that's the modern day text adventure yes yes yeah probably when there are kids to be fair, there are probably kids like watching this that are like Saints Row 4 is my only experience with text adventures. Maybe Frog Fractions if they got into that hype too. Oh, man. Okay. Oh, hey, maybe Kentucky Road Zero uh, Episode 3 is Frog Fractions 2. Oh, man. You cracked it. I, no, I didn't. It's not. Spoilers. Yeah, no, it's not. <laughs> how, how insane would that be if a random episode to this game was Frog Fractions 2? <laughs> Be pretty like if great. they made a deal where it's like, hey, dude, your third episode, why don't we make that Frog Fractions 2? <laughs> That'd be insane. That'd be so great. That'd be some, like, Phil Fish level shit going on. Oh, man. Phil Fish. Phil Fish. Um, but yeah, Kentucky Road Zero is a weird game. I really hope episode four comes sooner. Because uh, I'm probably going to forget everything that happens in this episode again. Yeah. Um... And then, okay, let's talk about what really matters. The only game that really matters right now is Crypt of the Necrodancer. Am it's, I right? It's really good. It's super it good. So, it is so good. It is so good. Paul, I see you've been playing it. I played it Where a bit. are you at? Tell me where, what, you, what you did. I danced. Did you beat, did you beat Zone 1? <laughs> no, I, I only played it for a couple hours. I did see that you tried the daily challenge. And yeah, I failed your, instantly. And it let me watch your replay. <laughs> it was so bad. I failed instantly. I played it. Well, to be fair, the daily challenge is a hardcore daily challenge. Uh, so it's extra hard. Was hardcore. that the one where like I went up to a door and the Minotaur came through and killed me instantly? Was that that turn? I, don't, I think it may have been. How many daily challenges have you done so far? One. But that happened in one of the sessions. Oh, I, I don't know if it was think, daily challenge or... Regular. All I remember is... 
I did the Daily Tennis that day, and I know you had been playing it, so I saw your score, which was zero. And I was like, yeah. you got to see how this happened. And it, and it actually said, watch replay, which I think is fantastic that you can watch the replay. Um, and all I remember is, yeah, you like walked... I don't remember tons, but you walked into a room and then died really quickly. <laughs> and it was like, great, that's awesome. To be fair, though, I was totally doing the same thing when I was first doing the daily challenges. I'm, I'm not even sure. I think I've maybe let, let, made it to like level two. Not zone two, but level two during the daily challenge. The daily challenge is hard. But I have unlocked zone two. Um, so That game like, is kind zone- of hard to get the feel for for the first little bit where like even the attacks are have to be in rhythm sort of thing yeah and no i dodging it is a enemies. bit of a steep learning curve especially yeah. like anytime you come across a new enemy there's a new learning curve because you need to figure out how does this enemy move how does it attack what will it do when it attacks because some of them like will barely it some will like pull you around some copy your moves some will kill you in like one hit yeah like that stupid dark skeleton thing i hate that thing so much the dark Um, yeah the dragon that breathes fire was kind of annoying for me because i thought i was getting away and then just like (laughs) like oh okay i'm dead i think if i don't remember correctly it's like a one-hit kill his fire breath it is i believe but to be fair it is pretty easy to avoid you just move down one you have to move down one yeah yeah you just get out of the horizontal line yeah i've gone to the point where because i haven't been using bombs enough so i got to the point where if i just come into a room and there's a lot of guys i just drop a bomb and start running i haven't used a bomb at all i just kind of forget that they're there exactly that's why you need to start using your bomb okay for sure um but i love that when you're getting those diamonds you're constantly unlocking more items that show up in the game itself and you get so much better like or i also love unlocking all the extra hearts because that just makes it so much easier sure like unlocking the spear was huge for me that was a cool weapon great i was gonna ask you what's your favorite weapon the spear probably right now i really i have you gotten like broadsword ever yeah broadsword broadsword's pretty cool too for sure yeah i definitely if i get the spear broadsword i'm like oh this is gonna be a good run because it just it like changes everything you're like i don't even need to go near you so i don't even care what your attack animation is i can hit you from back here and it's end of story yeah exactly that's definitely and the music's just so good it's just so good yeah music is really really good and actually something really great about the leaderboard so when you watch when you watch a replay you can choose to watch it at different speeds so you can like slow it down to really watch how slow you know or you can speed it up and the song will speed up too and it's always great the song is just always great no matter what speed it's at so yeah that is a smart game uh john are you gonna play it maybe you really should it's really good it's one you can jump in and out of sort of thing. So, yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. Uh, to the point where like, oh, man, when I was going on my flight, I would have killed someone for a Vita version of that game. Yeah. Yep. That would have that would have been so nice. I really want that game on the go. It is such like a short thing. I die really quickly. But yeah, no, Paul, you got to keep playing it. We got You got to do some daily challenges. I need people playing this game. Yeah, I'll try to. Yeah. <clears throat> it's good um and the last thing i played i just played a little bit of it today was uh tiny wings 2.1 which i guess was an update that came out i think a few days ago um for anyone playing tiny wings so tiny wings 2 introduced actual levels it's not just a distance to the endless runner tiny wings 2.1 is like five new levels uh the problem is they're like it's kind of like you know there was four worlds before and now this is the fifth world so it's like the 
you know, it's the new hardest world. And having been out of Tiny Wings for so long, I am just terrible at it. I am so bad. Like, I can't, I can't get past, like, fourth, like, last place every time. So it's just reminding me how bad I am at Tiny Wings. But I got to reinstall Tiny Wings, and Tiny Wings is fantastic. So I'm going to probably play some more Tiny Wings. Okay. Um, but when, what, what caused me to notice that was uh, Hitman Go was on sale. So I picked up that, and I'm excited to play that. But if people do have an iOS device, Hitman Go is like two bucks right now, as opposed to five. So you might want to get that. I heard great things about Hitman Go. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's all I've been playing. Cool. Paul, what about you? All right. So I played a game called Invisible Ink. All right. This is what I'm actually curious about. Yeah. It's um, made by Clay. Clay Entertainment, um, for anybody who doesn't know. Mark of the Ninja is probably the big one you know of, or Shank, or N, N+. Wait, that's them too? Wait, no, it's not. I believe so. Let me check. You're a liar. If If, oh my gosh. Are you lying? I don't know. Am I lying? I think you're lying. N plus, Clay Entertainment. Oh, shit. Holy shit. No, it's not N plus. Oh, yeah, they, the they did the version. Xbox Live Arcade version, I guess. Oh, my gosh. That's the best one. <laughs> well, actually, I don't, I don't know that. That's the one I played. Uh, oh N plus plus comes out, one. like, soon. So I'm so excited. I think it's a PS4 exclusive, or at least timed. Uh, probably timed because I that's the booth I saw that at E three. So, okay, I that's great. Clay just went up in my books because N plus is fantastic. <laughs> it's I really so good. Much N plus. Yeah, it's really good. But uh, no, anyways, Invisible Ink is out right now on Steam Early Access, and it is a tactical stealth espionage game, turn based game. So it turn based. Okay, so it's tactics. Like yeah, kind of. It's hard. <laughs> it's really hard. Okay. It's very unforgiving, and I'm wondering if it's just because, like, the tutorial is pretty quick and dirty. Like, this is how you do the basic stuff, and blah blah blah. And then they throw you into a world that you can choose, like, what your next mission is, and they mostly just have guards everywhere. <laughs> so you have to actually okay. be paying attention. Tactics, tactics, stealth makes me think Metal Gear Acid. Uh, think of it more like XCOM meets Metal Gear. Okay, well, Tactics XCOM, yeah, but just the stealth yeah. made me think of Metal Gear Acid. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I doubt this is a card battling game. It is not a card battling game, not at all, no. Oh, speaking of card battling games, mm-hmm. Pokemon trading card game is coming to iPad? What? Oh, really? Yeah, that's a little weird. That's crazy. That is bananas. <laughs> that game is so good. Oh, I just remembered something else I have to add to my list. That Hearthstone okay. update, but that oh, that'll okay. come later. But right. um, okay, yeah, Invisible Ink. I I want to play it. I installed your copy of it. Okay, it is totally okay. I <laughs> that's I it? don't know. It's um, it was strangely stressful the little bit I played of it because the longer you stay in these levels, the like security goes up. So like you'll get one extra patrolling guard, and then the next time it'll be like firewalls are up so it takes more uh energy or whatever to hack into stuff then the next time it's like elite guards come and it just gets kind of crazy after a bit but i think what i found hard about it is controlling the two different characters i always lost one of them at least because controlling one is easy you don't have to think kind of unilaterally about where guards are going to be moving and make sure both of your characters are okay they just i don't know 
it's just it was too much for me it was too much for my feeble little mind so i'm gonna be playing more of that i think i probably only played about an hour of it when it came out Uh, is it is is it as good as mark of the ninja i didn't really care a lot for mark of the ninja but it's probably it's completely different like if you like yeah, act, if you like the action y like adventure type things of Mark of the Ninja, you'll hate this because you gotta be slow and meticulous with every move you do. That sounds fine too. I like tactics. It, yeah, it's a completely Fire different Fire feel. Fire Emblem is fantastic. So. Yeah. Um Is it as good as Fire Emblem? I've never played a Fire Emblem game. We've been through that. <laughs> what? Dude, what? You said the same thing last time I said that too. Yeah, because it's still equally crazy. Play some Fire Emblem, man. Okay, I will play some Fire Emblem just you for you. Get that, you need to get that DS out. You got a lot to play. Yeah, actually, uh, Zanari Pharaohs is saying it reminds me of Ogre Battle. It's, yeah, it's kind of like that with stealth. Okay. Uh, we talked about Crypt of the Necrodancer. I played a little bit of the Incredible Adventures of Van Helsing. I saw you playing that. It's that, is, that? that game's not good. <laughs> that is not a good Diablo so. clone. That... That's like it's in the same category of my thought process as like the Sherlock Home games. Wait, what? It's not <laughs> a point and click adventure. I don't think yeah, it's all not. the Sherlock Home games are point and click adventures. I think for the most part they are because they're detective games. But you know what? There's like nine of them, which is insane. Okay, yeah, fair enough. There's only really two of the incredible adventures of Van Helsing, though, and this is the first one that came in the Humble Bundle. So there's only there's, he's only had two incredible adventures. Only two incredible adventures, which so are mediocre Diablo no, clones. But you're saying there could be a whole series of just standard adventures. I mean, it's like, like, like the totally normal adventures. It's of Van totally Helsing. likely. Yep. <laughs> Van Helsing just hanging out the daily adventure yeah. of Van Helsing. He's well, just like, I don't know how I'm going to pay my bills. <laughs> Van Helsing's adventures in yeah. babysitting. Adventures oh God, in babysitting. <laughs> Oh man. Anyways, yeah, I didn't like that game very much. I found it boring. Uh the next how, game how, I played How close is it? Hang on. Yeah. Um how close is it to my only experience with Van Helsing, which is that Hugh Jackman movie? It's exactly like that Hugh Jackman movie. <laughs> for better <laughs> okay, or for so worse. You're, <laughs> so you're saying there's a automatic crossbow. There probably is. You can choose between three classes when you start. The first class is hunter. The second one is kind of like a magey type hunter class, and the third one's like a like an engineer type hunter that like makes stuff like that. So there's probably like the engineer that would make probably sense, has that. There was that part where he made a light bomb. That would probably be that engineery class guy. Okay. Yeah. So, so like, it's probably exactly like the movie. Awesome. Without Great. Hugh Jackman. That's probably my favorite part of that movie. So I'm a little bummed. Okay. Is Hugh Jackman? Hugh Jackman's just, your favorite part of the movie. Yeah, that movie's not very good. <laughs> no, that that movie's absolutely terrible. But yeah. yeah. So there you go. Yeah. So there's that. I played a little bit more of Hitman Absolution. I don't know if I talked about that, but that game is a Hitman game. For what? I know, right? But. It still does some impressive stuff. I'm always impressed when a game handles a giant crowd, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Hitman's known for that. Yeah, so 
and like going through Chinatown and stuff or like this crowded train station when you're trying to get away from cops and stuff and kind of blending into the crowd and everybody is moving differently like it's an actual crowd it feels like it's still really impressive to me and just kind of the puzzly like how am I going to get through this next mission or do this thing or get away from these people has been really fun so that's been a fun little go-to for me I guess lately but. You guys remember Kane and Lynch? Yeah, mm-hmm. th- you're talking about the club part, right? With the people yeah. everywhere. Yeah, it's so good. They did that so well. I just really like Kane and Lynch too, with the whole like shitty video compression stuff. You know, I did. I like. I agreed with you until I replayed it in the last couple months, and that game looks really bad. <laughs> they, I don't know. There's just. But it's supposed to. No, I'm not talking about the vid- weird video compression and stuff. Just like the character movement and models and stuff still look oh, really bad. Okay. But it's yeah. been a while since I've yeah, they look very shiny. You know the part where they're like naked because they were being cut up with box cutters. I I don't remember. You're that like part. running through the streets naked, getting away from like the people. Or anyways, your characters look shiny the whole time. Okay. It's really weird, <laughs> but sure right and last i guess i'll talk about hearthstone because i haven't for the last like three weeks and all of it's out now that uh did you play all of it yes i did i am i am working on the final two heroic bosses what's what's the best one the best like lair not lair but like the best quarter quarter or whatever <sighs> I I really like the construct quarter a lot. I which don't one, is that the, which one is that? That is the one, not the one that came out this week, but the one that came out last week, I believe. So, so the fourth one. Yes. Okay. So do you have to buy them in order? I bought them. I bought all of the whole thing when it, they announced it. Right. I'm just wondering, like, if I wanted to buy one, or you know, if I had my choice of one. I think you do. I think you might you have, have to. to buy them in order. I think you do. Okay. Possibly, but that's not happening. Yeah, that I mean, I don't know. It's Hearthstone. It's been fun. I'm done with that again for a while now until they do something new with it. Oh, because I was going to ask, like, are you itching for like, man, they should do another set of yes, single player stuff. Yeah, because it'll keep me playing it as of right now. Like I've done the sing- I've almost completely finished the single player thing. So, okay. but yeah. That's what twenty something dollars, twenty seven or something now. I have no idea. I, I put zero dollars. I don't know it. if I'd recommend it honestly, unless you like play a lot of Hearthstone and have the coin set up to get it for free. Maybe then. I don't. It's kind of gross, actually. Now that I'm thinking about it, because it's one of those things <laughs> that, like, if you don't have it, you're at a disadvantage in the meta now, like to play online because people have these cards from this and they can use it. Sure. So, but, you know, to be fair, like, they put in the investment, so they should get better stuff than I should get, right? So, Well, they put in the money and the time. Sure. Yeah. Like, it's well, maybe fine. they didn't even put in the time. Maybe they just bought their sell way to the better cards, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying, if they're willing to do that, they should get more than me, who's sure. wanting everything for free and not willing to put time <clears throat> or money into it. Sure. I guess so, it would be yeah. grosser if you had to pay for Hearthstone to begin with, and then they did that. Then I could see that would be kind That'd of be weird. a little worse, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, that's it for me. John, what have you been playing? 
Um, I actually have been playing my PS4 a bunch. Whoa. Whoa. By PS4, do you mean Super <laughs> Nintendo? Yes. <laughs> so I've been playing Yoshi's Island. And <laughs> All right. This is more this is more like it. Yeah. There. No, no. I've actually been playing my PS4. I, uh, I went to pick up, uh, do some pre-orders at EB, and I saw they had a blue controller. So I picked it up. because. Why? <laughs> because this this has relevance. Oh. This has relevance to the story. Don't worry. No, I don't. You know what? Something tells me it doesn't. I don't know if I can believe that. No. So I picked up the controller because I figured, all right, now I have two players near two controllers. So anytime someone comes over, we can play Towerfall. So I went home, synced the controller, and played Towerfall. By yourself? Okay. Yeah. Single player. So I, I tried it out. <laughs> the single player is all right. Sean, shut the fuck up. Seriously. <laughs> Oh man! Did you play it with someone else? No. <laughs> okay. Well, now you're ready, right? Now you're prepared. Yeah. I was. Uh, su- I'm surprised you didn't already have two controllers. Uh, no. I, I didn't. There was no. There's like what one. I was gonna say. Game to be fair, if I get a PlayStation Four, I'm not gonna get a second controller probably ever. Right. Like, <laughs> I'm just trying to think. When was the last time I, ha- I bought like multiple controllers for a system? Right. It was the Wii and the GameCube. I think that's it. N64. It's Nintendo consoles. That's Yeah, because the people you're going to play a PlayStation 4 game with will be online, and they'll have their own PlayStation 4 controller in their own house. And now there's that update coming where they can play with me online if they didn't even have the game, whatever, something happening. Right. Sorry, Are John, go on. Are you playing with just the blue controller now? Like, you're exclusive to the blue? I guess. I don't know. I just grabbed it and just started playing, so. Is it better? No, it's a, con- okay. it's a controller. Is it blue. bluer? It's blue on, you know what? There's two pieces to it. So the top half is blue. The bottom half is black. So wait, really? It's not even totally blue. I know. I was like, really? What? The best part is, I don't even think you can see that the bottom part is not blue until you actually open the packet. Oh my God. So the, that's oh, so good. oh gosh, that's <laughs> the worst. You know what? You should just, you should lawsuit. That lawsuit. other guy's suing Killzone. You should lawsuit. You might actually have a lawsuit if we were in Europe, actually. That's because some false advertisement right there. You should get... It, there's another color control, a white one with Destiny. Oh, yeah. I wonder if it's just white on top. Probably is, honestly. If it's, if it's white on both sides, you should take them apart and make a blue and white controller and have the only blue and white controller. <laughs> yeah, you could do that. You made me. You made me wonder, like, how many like multiplayer games are actually on the PS4 at the moment? Because Towerfall is the only one that's coming to mind right now. Like local multiplayer? Yes. Um, not counting like PS3 games that are coming out. Not, for it, not sort of counting thing? PlayStation. Now. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm actually not sure because I try to avoid local multiplayer. <laughs> I can think of a lot of online multiplayer. Um, local multiplayer. Little Big Planet. Not I'm out assuming. yet. I'm, I'm assuming it'll be local multiplayer. Yeah. Yeah, probably. You know, I don't really have people coming over to play games that often anymore. Yeah, no, that doesn't happen. That's why I don't buy multiple controllers. <laughs> all right. Well, that was my first reason to even get like a multiple controller for my PS4. So, are you going to collect all the colors? So far, you're at 100%. I'm, well, if I do buy other colors, I'm only going to get up to four controllers. So. If they okay, if they put out five colors, will you splurge and get the fifth one just to have the whole set? No, I don't believe you. 
I'm sorry, you're gonna have to believe me. Okay, how many controllers for your Xbox do you have? Orig- original Xbox? No, <laughs> Xbox One. Uh, two. God damn it! I <laughs> <laughs> took a second. Sorry. I don't even. Oh. <laughs> Every time. Ah. Oh. This is like, if there was like a bingo card for our show of like things we bring up, that would be a space. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it would be. How many controllers do you have for your Xbox One? Oh, it's it's on still. Um, Two. What do you, okay. Are you going to get the white one? If I ever get a reason to get more than two controllers. Are you going to get that Call of Duty one? Uh, right now I have the Titanfall one and the standard one. Oh, yeah, I forgot about the Titanfall one. Oh, yeah. Xbox off. <laughs> Xbox turn off. Yes. All right, well, there's that you weekly check-in to make sure my Xbox still works. There you go. Anyway, you've been, what, are we, what were you playing? Uh, so after Tower, I played a bit Towerfall. of... Towerfall. Yeah, after I played some single-player Towerfall, uh, which actually that's surprisingly challenging... Went on to Counter Spy, which came out uh, last week, or I guess this week technically. Mm-hmm. Cool. This, this was a game I played at E3. So, oh, I, I forgot about that. Yeah. So you basically play as a spy for an agency named Counter, and you jump between America or an America stereotype and an, uh, a Russian stereotype. Basically, it's a Cold War game, and both countries are pointing nukes at the moon. Right. So you have to try to defuse the situation and make sure that uh, none of the countries fire nukes at the moon because then if they do that the moon will crash into the earth and everyone will die but it's got like a weird quirky sense of humor to everything so like I feel like you might appreciate it Sean because it at points reminds me of Super Time Force but like not as extreme I watched the uh, the quick look on Giant Bomb I, <clears throat> I wasn't picking up any Super Time Force references but I only watched like them play like two levels and they were dying pretty quickly no that was more so like the the cutscenes. everyone like during before the game and stuff like that oh, okay yeah i didn't they didn't show any cutscenes. <clears throat> but uh i don't know i like it seems I, seems kind of puzzly in like why don't you describe how you play it all right so it's, it's interesting uh you sneak into this base like it's a 2d platformer and uh, you can shoot your gun like uh, 360 around you whenever you're running around but if you get into cover the camera basically pans to like see what's behind your cover and then you can like properly aim and shoot. Right. And you can only get in cover in certain spots. Yeah. There are cover positions. So it's basically a, a 2d stealth game, but you can also run and gun if you need to. Right. Yeah. It's kind of like they, they mentioned like kind of shadow complex like in which yeah, actually you, you it, get, you can get, you can kind of get, once you're in cover, you can now attack things that are in the background. Yeah. Of. It actually uh, Shadow Complex, I felt like that a lot. Although it's not as good as Shadow Complex. Oh, I haven't played it, but Shadow Complex is really good. Shadow Complex is a really, really good game. So, I mean, that's hard to compare the two. But still, Counter Spy is a good game. It's also cross by with PS3 and Vita. So, Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so it's on all three. That's great. So how, how does the uh, how does the Vita, does the Vita one have any back touch? I don't know. I haven't tried it yet. But apparently your save does transfer between all three. That's great. Some cloud saving. Yep. Sweet. If there is back touch, what do you want to be back touch? Reloading. 
Honestly, there's not really anything that I would want to be back touched. There's nothing that really demands like a weird type of precision or it could be done quickly with like swiping on the back. Right. I was kind of joking because back touch is kind of stupid. Mm. What's your favorite implementation of back touch? Uh, Dive kick had one, I think. And I don't remember what it was. Did it really? I think it did. I think they put that in as a joke. Okay. That's okay. I, I can see that. But no, uh, counter spy is really good. Uh, you have to keep... It's randomly generated stages too. And the idea is you have to keep going in these stages and keep getting like pieces of intel. And once you collect enough, you uh, get to the next part of the story. Everything ramps up. And then once you collect, I think, 25 pieces of intel, the story's done. It seems to have three difficulties to it too. So I think once you're supposed to play through it basically three times because the other two are, unlocked, are locked right off the bat. I think I also heard it's pers- like... The levels are uh, generated at random? Yes. That's what I said. That's cool. Oh, sorry. I guess I missed that part. That's definitely cool, though. Like, do you have any kind of idea of how long it is to beat the game, I guess? I don't know. The stages take roughly, I want to say, 20 minutes or less to beat, depending on, like... You're probably... But they, I'm assuming they get longer. Yeah. The and there's, like, a yeah. hidden path. Because it shows you, like, a general gist of a map, and then there's, like, little hidden areas off of each part. There's random things like, all right, if you get a higher score than this other agent, then you'll find the agent's downed body somewhere in the next mission, and you can collect it to get, like, money for upgrades for guns and stuff like that. Right. Did you get... Now, this is part of the Play program. Did you get any of the other games? Uh, I don't even know what else is on Play besides Rogue Legacy. Yeah, it's Rogue Legacy, The Swapper, and Hohokam. Uh, I already have Rogue Legacy on Steam. I already have Swapper on Steam, and I honestly don't care for Hohokam. Okay, I'm just saying, because then you could have gotten that discount. Eh. If I'm only getting one you, game, it's not a big deal. Do you have PlayStation Plus? Yeah. Okay, so you already got it at, like, for 12 bucks or whatever, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Cool, do you like it? You going to keep playing it? Definitely going to keep playing it. It doesn't seem like it's that too uh, too long to even beat it for once, so. And you're going on a trip soon, right? So this might take your Vita, play it on the plane? Uh, Maybe. Uh, there's probably going to be a game that I'm going to care more about coming out next week that I'll probably be playing. Or is that the week after? Shoot. What game are you talking about? Uh, Leighton and Phoenix Wright. That's next week. It's like the it's like the 28th or something. No. Uh, it's Oh, man. I don't remember when it is because it's Nintendo oh, game. Oh, I, I think it's I, Friday. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's like the 29th. So while I'm, I'm at PAX, PAX, damn it! You could pick it up. You could yeah, pick you up an American right copy. I could. Yeah. Um, it is 29th, yes. Damn it. Have you ever beaten a F- Professor Layton game? Yeah, first one. Okay. We're like, and have you, and you've played all the Phoenix Wright games? Uh, except for four and five. Okay. And the Miles Edgeworth games, but I don't even own those. Or do That's I? In, I'm, you know, I'm going to guess that you do. <laughs> uh, I don't, oh no, sure enough, I got. The one we had over here. Never mind. <laughs> there you go. That um, that most recent one just came to iPad. Oh yeah, right. Uh, Ace Attorney Five is on iPad now. I forgot about that. Yeah, it just did they ever get Apollo Justice, or did they only get one, two, three? I have no idea. I'm assuming Apollo Justice. That's the fourth one, right? Yes. I'm assuming it's on there. You know, I can look this up. I have a phone. All right, well, meanwhile, I have, 
after playing a bunch of Counterspy, today I started playing PT. Yay! Nice. <laughs> so this, for the people who don't know, this is the playable trailer for Silent Hills, the uh, Kojima and Del Toro game coming out eventually. PT stands for Playable Teaser. Yep. Mm-hmm. Were you scared? Uh, a little bit. Yeah, I was yeah. like, I had a lot of people who then, normally don't get scared of games. They were scared. Then I got frustrated, and then it stopped being scary. Yeah, I heard that. I, I watched Patrick Klepek's like like hour to almost two hour long thing. That basically got to the point. Like, it turns into a pixel hunt game. Yeah, which is insane to me. Uh, I have not beaten it because apparently you need to make a baby laugh three times at the end of it, and, yeah, and I, I don't even know how I'm making it laugh once. Right, so I went to like IGN because like Patrick couldn't finish it, and I was like, I'm really curious what what was he supposed to do? What was he missing? And there is no like set way to get things. Like they're like, we have some ideas. Here are them. Try them. Hopefully they'll work. Like the game seems to all be about weird red herrings for you to like. Oh wait, is this meaning something? And then it doesn't. But it's like to get the baby to cry for the first time, you have to do this to make it do the second time. You have to wait for like the bells to ring and then you need to go this way and then go backwards and then it'll happen for the, like it's, it's insane. And I don't know how you would come I, across it. Normally. I've, I've gone on game facts. I've looked at like five different things and they've all like worked only once and then nothing yeah. else in the list would work. And then, uh, the only thing I'm saying that people say works consistently is to plug a headset in and talk. I, yeah, I read that one as well. Which, if and, that is actually what I have to do to make it work, that's fucking terrible. I don't think that's terrible. I think that's super interesting. No, fuck that. That's stupid. That's I'm stupid, sorry. Stupid Are you, 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 you're tired. You have too many games that use voice controls already in an interesting way. Why? What if I didn't have a headset? Then, you know, it's a playable teaser. Like, what is the big deal? <laughs> like, it's... Well, I mean, you obviously have a headset because... You'd be playing binary domain, yelling at Big Bo to get no, behind hey, cover. You know what? You no. That's not better, a PS4. <laughs> better, better response. You have a PS4. It comes with a headset. Does it? It does so, actually. Yes, it oh, comes okay. with a headset. So that it doesn't. Matter. So you have one, and if you've broken that one, that's your own fault. I have no. I still say that's fucking dumb. Like it doesn't even tell. You. Why in your right mind would you think? Oh, I'm going to plug my headset in. That'll fix the problem. For the same reason that Kojima makes the second player controller vibrate in Metal Gear. Yeah, but you eventually told that. I'm just saying. I think that's interesting because what other game was doing that? True, but there's a reason because it's stupid. No, hey, you know, in real life, you got to talk to your baby sometimes, okay? You can't just not talk to your baby. That's that pro not, tip. Not even remotely <laughs> matching up to what happened. In the game. <laughs> TDP pro tip. <laughs> Talk to your baby. <laughs> talk to your baby. <laughs> Stop ignoring your baby and talk to it. And that was a TDV pro tip. <laughs> no, I think that I was really enjoying it, and then it kept getting really obtuse, like harder. Yeah, than... no, I totally agree. Like, how would you just? How would you normally finish this game? And I think I almost kind of like that it's so weird. Like, it's so, it's such a, like, I can't think of another game that was, had this weird of us, what you needed to do. I, I, like, I was really enjoying it, and, like, it was really getting, like, startled at a bunch of points. But then, like, the farther on it got, the more aggravated I got with it. I'm like, this is not enjoyable anymore. Right. 
So I guess the big question is, with that, what are your expectations for Silent Hills? Like, are you are you bummed or are you interested? Like, what what is your thoughts going forward? I was in, way interested. Like my interest basically went the farther I went along, went down more. Because there was okay. a lot of, like, really trippy things, but it kept taking me out of the game. Like, there's one point where you're running through an endless hallway. Right, yep. No, I saw this, yep. And, yeah, the way you have to solve it is that you have to notice that one of the pictures has fallen off of the wall. And then you just see a, a tiny hole on the side of the wall, and you have to look into it. Right. But uh, when you're in that hallway, everything is super blurry. So you actually have to have actively stopped moving. And, yeah, to and, it, and it even looked like it was kind of hard to stop because your movement speed yeah. is way too fast. Your, move, your movement speed was triple what it normally was. You know, but still, at the end of the day, like it all feels like deliberate. Like they it, did this it is. I mean, there, there's sort of hints that that hole means something if you go into the bathroom earlier and notice there's a hole like in the shower. Yeah, like you see, you see the hole beforehand. Yeah, but I I don't know. Like I know it's just a playable trailer. They probably just kind of knocked it out pretty fast. So I feel like the actual Silent Hills game will be a lot more focused and tested, but. They need to be careful with this. They, they, there's a fine line with that, and they walked over it a little too often in this. At the same time, the last few Silent Hill games were terrible, weren't they? Like no one likes them. Uh, Who said that? From what I'm picking up, you wouldn't say that. No? A lot of people like, were more impressed with Downpour than they probably thought they'd be. Downpour was more they, more back to basics. In a yeah, way. they still didn't just, love it, but bad things about Downpour. Basically, <clears throat> after Origins, yeah, like the opinions of Silent Hill games have gone down, but Downpour was the best one in a while. I get like I'm not going to play the thing ever, so my opinion is pretty mute. But I just like the idea that they're taking such an established franchise and doing something super weird with it. I like the playable teaser idea. That That's that a cool, was a cool yeah. concept. I like the fact that it was like, all right, we're not even going to tell you what game this is. We're not even going to, like, show that's Kojima. It's like 7780S is the company listed as making it. Right. But, like, I'm just kind of wondering, like, is, is, like, playable teasers can't be a new thing. It's a demo, right? It is a demo. Yeah. Let, let's like, let's be real. It's a demo. But the, the, I know. I'm just, like, I'm wondering, what is their distinction? Why are they okay calling it a playable teaser? Because, like, because this part probably doesn't happen in the actual game at all. No, they call it a playable teaser because before like people cracked what it was, no one knew that it was a trailer for Silent Hill. Oh, yeah. So, like, so does that mean like going forward, playable te- teasers have to be a mystery? Yeah. Yeah, that, I, absolutely. I, I would argue that's the major distinction. Yeah, I okay. definitely agree. Yeah. I don't know. This is This is a new thing. This is a new thing, right? But I, it's not just like, hey, here's the new mystery. What game is it? Oh, oh, well, I have no idea. It's a new thing. So I thought it was definitely cool. It was so different. But either way, you said it started out real great. So, you know, they, they got some stuff right. Correct? Yeah, like I basically felt uneasy the entire time I was playing it. And then That's like good. there'd be a bunch of like super scary moments. I'm like, all right, this is really good. I'm really enjoying this. And then the red hallway and then the making the baby laugh. And then it's I didn't like I said. Uh, that's the end of the trailer is if you can make the baby laugh three times, then apparently a phone will ring and then like the actual teaser for Silent Hills will come up. But uh, yeah, I couldn't. And it's just crazy to me, like that original girl that, you know, showed off the on Twitch where that original clip was from. Mm. 
and she just stumbled into it. Like, what? I almost, I almost can't believe that. <laughs> I think that's the beautiful thing about it. It's just like a major game like that with like a lot of well-known people working on it. Just no, secretly, like, like for sure. It's just it just seems like everyone's having a real hard time just stumbling into it. Yet someone did it on the first day. Like, I'm almost skeptical she actually was a real person. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm skeptical of a lot of uh, video game hype machine people to begin with. So, I agree with you. Right. But yeah. That's, okay. That's well, all I it's free anyway. So, like, whatever you got your money's worth. That's true. Yeah, I don't know. It's still aggravating that that design. Kojima's known for better design than that, so it's just like, really, come on. I think Kojima's known for weird design. He's known for weird design, but it's all weird design that, in one way or another, makes sense. Hey, it was just a teaser. For all we know, those design choices make sense in the actual game. Maybe I don't know. We'll see. Like I'll I'll I'll, I'll state this. Like uh, while you're running through the uh, the game, you can pick up these pieces of a pitcher. Yeah, that's the pixel hunt thing I was talking about. Yeah, one of the pieces is hidden inside the pause menu. Yeah, that that was awesome. That is some Kojima stuff right there. That, that yeah. is yeah. both funny and aggravating. No, that's Kojima. Like, yeah, that's that only is, Kojima can do funny and aggravating at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. Actually, maybe the you Platinum know, Games you know guys, too. Hey, that's something that only video games can have. You can't have that in a different medium. That's true. Yep. So... We should enjoy when they're fully utilizing the breadth of, you know, this art form or whatever. But yeah, that's all I've been playing. And I'm, I'm going to go sit down and see if I can figure out if the headset thing works after the stream. What are you going to say to it? Because I've heard sometimes you need to say specific phrases. Sometimes you can just mumble. Uh, I've, I've heard something about saying Jack. So I guess I'll try. Oh, that. I didn't heard that. I, I can't actually remember what I heard. You should but. stream it so I can watch. I can't stream PS4. Oh, okay. I just want to watch you like yell at your TV, essentially. Why aren't you laughing for me, baby? <laughs> Fucking baby! <laughs> laugh. Uh. Laugh, damn it. Laugh. That's great. Cool. All right, let's move on to the news. All right. What's in the news section? What are we going to start with here? How about... It's all mine. All right. Hey, you guys know that game Gang Beasts? Yep. yep I've played it. That game's so good. Eh. <laughs> I think that game is so funny. Um, Double Fine is going to be helping publish it. Cool. They did a similar thing before with... Let me find, grab the story. Uh, Mountain and a Scapegoat 2. Um, so, yeah. Pu- Double Fine helps uh, publish... Uh, smaller indie games and i'm excited that like it just game b seems like a double fine game either if you know how mountain is i was gonna get it the other day but it doesn't even look like a game it looks like a screensaver it is just you kind of look at a mountain and sometimes weird items will fall on your mountain is that seriously it yes there is an article on giant bomb patrick public wrote about his experience and he interviewed the uh the developer who the developer of mountain uh was the creative lead on the video game sequences in the movie her so he made it they made a screensaver okay it's kind of a screensaver yeah like an interactive screensaver okay like a playable screensaver ps 
And at the end of it, there's a trailer for this sweet new game coming out. <laughs> it's just like PS Mountain. <laughs> Cut to black. Um, yeah, so it's, you know, Mountain is Mountain is a mountain. Mountain is a mountain. Um, but yes, the new story, Double Fine, publishing Game Beast. That's great. I think Game Beast looks awesome. Uh, the next one, uh, video came out today. Uh, Behemoth puts out a teaser trailer for their next game. Ooh. They've only said it's game four. At the end, and the trailer is great, like amazing voice acting as usual. The Behemoth are some funny guys. Uh, we have there's no gameplay in it. It is just animation and a weird guy yelling at things about. Well, like, it can't be any more boring than Battle Block, right? You didn't like Battle Block? I thought it was boring. I actually haven't played it. Although the comedy I, oh no, is I, still top notch. That's what yeah, they do Behemoth good. Behemoth are hilarious. I played it at PAX only. But anyways, at the end of this teaser, it says it, you'll, you'll find out more and it'll be play. I don't know if it's playable, but you'll find out more at PAX 14. So I guess this is the n- new game that is going to be at all the PAXs for way too long. Sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, Firefall is officially out now, so something's got to be It out. is out. I, yep. <laughs> well, I was just saying because Battle Block was at PAX for like four years or something. <laughs> but anyways, I would recommend watching that trailer. The Behemoth make make some great game trailers. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Uh, one of our listeners said, hey, we should talk about the Night Trap Kickstarter. Yeah. Do you guys have uh, any interest in Night Trap? Yeah. I, sure. I own a copy of it. <laughs> of course you do. I, Why I, wouldn't you? I, <laughs> I have no attachment to Night Trap, so go ahead. You can blame it for the ESRB. Well, yeah, that, that partially. Yeah. But uh, apparently the original creators... Decided, yeah, you know what? Let's make an HD re-release of Night Trap and put it on, I guess, iOS. So there was a Kickstarter for it, but apparently they didn't. No, no, really... the, the Kickstarter. They're actually talking about physical copies, like for Xbox 360 and stuff. Oh shoot, I missed that part. But the weird thing is, is they're asking because I'm, I'm just going off news stories I've been hearing, like on the Bombcast and stuff. They're the Kickstarter is like way too low to cover production costs. So I think something on the Kickstarter talks about like we'll send it to you in a cardboard sleeve. And it's like, what? <laughs> Dude, who cares? Night Trap. Remastered. I'm in. I'm 100% in. I'm curious to see what they're going to do, because I'm sure... I'm surprised they still have like the raws of all that recording. And whatever. I kind of want a mysterious, weird disc in a cardboard sleeve show up to my house, put it in, and there's all these like weird surveillance cameras. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best ever. So you guys going to back it? Uh, I probably need some help. I don't know what it's. You know, I it might be the first Kickstarter I back. I haven't (laughs) backed any yet, and this might do it. There you go. Um, uh, Next story is another teaser. Team Meat put out a teaser for their new game, A Voyeur, for September. This I don't even I don't even know if this is a teaser. It's just a bunch of like live action clips of like someone looking at a house. I don't like it. Uh, so it's again, a team it's meet a, game, is what you're saying. I, I guess, but it's which hey, means it's, it's it will avoid, control fantastically. Avoid for September. So there I I looked up that uh, Kickstarter. It's at thirty five thousand dollars, and it needs three hundred and thirty thousand. How many days left? Eighteen. Everybody listening to this, you have to give money. <laughs> This, that's not even a joke. I will make sure this podcast never comes out again. If this <laughs> get funded, we'll hold this podcast hostage. 
until Night Trap HD sees the light of day. It's just like we're not even asking money for ourselves. <laughs> asking for this dumb game. Yeah. But seriously. Top Down Perspective brought to you by Night Trap HD. <laughs> um, for all your night trapping there's needs. There's no way that thing's making it. I, I so. Yeah, it's not sounding good already. I thought they had more time or more money than that. Um, next new story was, uh, the, there's a new update for the Xbox one. It's uh, been rolling out over the past couple days. The most interesting thing I thought was you can purchase things through your phone now for it, like buy games, mobile purchases. So that's great. I just wanted to say that that's a good thing. And I think I had one more news story. Oh yeah. Super time force is coming to steam next week, the 25th. Yeah. I'll be able to play it finally. You yes, you need to play that game. I will. I can. Good. I can guarantee you, I will actually play that. I'm glad, and I hope you finish it. And John, you should go back and play through that game. Which game? Super Time Force. I'll give it another try. Don't worry. Yeah, but um. Anyways, yes, that's coming to Steam. Fantastic. Chewiemon so is saying Paul's empty threats. You want to see him empty threat, motherfucker? <sighs> There is no podcast this week. It's canceled. There. Did it. <laughs> Wait. Nobody can hear that then. Fuck. Anyways, questions. Oh, that was the sign. There we go. Yeah, that was it. Sorry, I'm oh, checking man. something. As someone said something in the chat. I was actually trying to double check, but I can't confirm it. What is it? Someone said that a voyeur for September was a an anagram for Super Meat Boy Forever. It is. It is? Mm-hmm. Wait, how do you know that? Are you just you're just amazing at anagrams? No, because that's someone in the I, chat says that, and I'm trying to verify an anagram solver. Oh, wait, you're going, there's a website that's an anagram solver. There's like a million websites that do that. <laughs> okay. Well, I don't need one of those websites because I'm just amazing at them, and I can tell you it is. It is, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, how about them emails? <laughs> there's so many questions. <laughs> Yes, All let's right. go through them, shall we? First yeah. one's from Wilson Snyder. He says two questions. One, have you guys gotten Tales of Zillia 2 yet? No. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you bring it upon yourself, John. You really do. <laughs> you are never going to play that game. I just want to support that series at this point. So. Yeah. Do you have Tales of Zillia 1? Yeah. Oh, how was that? It was actually not bad. You never played that game. I was waiting to see if you were going to call me on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I, have, I don't have that game. But, hey, John does, so, you know, he's doing his part. Voting with his dollars. And I like the Tales games, so thank you, John. You're welcome. Two, what's the game you are most am- anticipating for the rest of 2014? Smash. Bayonetta 2, actually. Sorry. Yeah. Does that even have a release date for 2014? October. Okay, I, didn't I, I think it actually has a numerical date too, but I don't remember right now. What, what am I most excited for for 2014? Oh, Jabba's 3, hands down, boom. Is that confirmed for this year? Yes. Oh, wow. <clears throat> I'm excited. All right, Michael Jacobs asks, favorite item from the Legend of Zelda series? I always liked the cape to let you fly a little bit. Am I going to be the asshole that just says hook shot? I was thinking claw shot. Yeah. 
Uh, Why the claw shot? Because or double claw it's in shot, like every, say, it's rather. like in every single one basically. I, was, I, I like I like the boomerang. The boomerang's his, actually really good. I like that one. Sword, his sword is my, I like the master sword. Now you're just being ridiculous. I like the part where he has all his hearts and the, la- the master sword shoots lasers. Has that ever happened in a 3D Zelda? That the master sword shoots lasers? Yeah. That'd be cool. They should do that. Oh, dude. I actually am not sure. I don't think they have. Oh, yeah. Wait, duh. No, um, Skyward Sword did it. Uh, Majora's no, Mask. No, it didn't. But you, it, Skyward Sword did it if you held the thing up in the air. Majora's Mask. It, like, that one shoots lasers? Uh, the Fierce Deity one does. Is that the Master Sword? That's the secret final mask, basically. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Brandon writes, Hey, John, hey, uh, my Retro Round 3 died out of the blue. Has yours? Nope. Uh, I there still use it to stream. So, And I use it for the, the panel. What do you use it? Like, isn't, is that, that's the one that can, it's like a bunch of different consoles, right? Yeah, that's the NES, SNES, and Genesis in one. Is there a Retro Round 5? Yeah, it came out uh, a month or two ago. That's what I thought. Okay. Yeah. What's the difference? Uh, plays those three consoles plus Famicom and Game Boy, Game Boy in Advance. Oh, okay. You should get that one. Uh, right now it has lag issues, so uh, until they patch it out, I'm not getting it. Plus, it's also stupid expensive, like close to two hundred dollars. That seems like an appropriate price. I mean, for, like I, all those consoles. Yeah, but I'm not going to pay that for something that's inferior at the moment. I guess I'm just I'm just saying in general, like if it was working fine, that seems like an appropriate price. Andrew writes, what do you think about Samus's new Smash Bros. costumes? Do you guys see this? Oh, yeah. Uh, her uh, Zero Mission and Fusion outfits once you beat the game fast enough. Yes, that's what I found out. After reading that, I was like, okay, I guess it's okay now. I think the bigger problem is those were unlockables in the game in the first place. Um, it makes sense to me. It's just like, all right, well, I mean, those are outfits she had in the past and they're less revealing than the ones she had back in like the NES era, which was like, Oh, it's just a bikini top. That's it. Right. These are like sports bra and short shorts. Yeah. So it's, I don't know. It's still just kind of weird. Like I also saw like a little infographic this week where it was like Samus's height and body shape compared to what it is now. She was like six foot three originally, or something. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Now she's like five seven. Uh, Smash Brothers changes the scale of everyone. If that's what you're referring to, I I I don't know what they were. I was I'm assuming they were talking about just her games in general. Oh yeah, and like Super Metroid, she's supposed to be like almost seven feet tall, or at least or she is with the armor. Right. But, yeah. But uh, yeah, Smash Brothers, everyone's on like whatever scale they feel like using so like all of them are supposed to be the size of a dime but he's very clearly like as big as kirby sure right 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 anyway marshmallow writes in i recently got a shelf that's taller than i am and i filled it with all my good ps2 ps3 wii wii u and gamecube games i can see john's games uh behind him but where do sean where do sean and paul store their games it's a thing called a hard drive. You put it in a computer. <laughs> but other than that, uh, like boxes, my physical media is pretty much all boxed up still from the last move. 
Right. Yeah, minor most of my games are all uh in shelves at like my parents' house and then once I moved out I was like I'm going to get buy stuff digitally and then the stuff that I have physically is just on a just kind of like a shelf. Yeah, just kind of wherever they can go sort of thing. Yeah. Like I put stuff away pretty like I don't bring stuff out again so I don't really need access to them. I don't go back that often. So just there's just like a stack of them on a shelf somewhere. All right, Roy Snyder writes, question for you guys. Do you hate how early access has taken over most of the new content for PC media? Yes. A little, yeah. Really? Why? I like it. We're basically... Because I don't like the idea of selling a product that's not completed. Just in general. I've never liked that idea. What happens if the game never gets finished? But isn't that now on the consumer to decide to purchase it or not? Absolutely. I like so why is like why is that an issue? It's not an issue. It's just that the consumer is fucking retarded. But I'm saying, why are you not okay with it then? If you're smart enough to not purchase it, because I'm not. But I never think, said I was smart Crypt enough the, to not purchase it. Invisible Ink and Crypt of the Necro- Necrodancer are early access. You wouldn't be playing them if we if you didn't have access to them. No, I'd be playing them in two months or three months from now when they release fully. But that's that's three months of daily challenges that you're missing out on. Sean, here's the problem. There's like two different types. There's the ones that are close to being done, like Necrodancer and stuff like that, and the ones that are way far away from being done. Right. And so I'm just wondering, what do you guys like? I feel like I feel like it's a non-issue because if the game is super busted or is never going to come out, that is entirely on the consumer to just not purchase it. And then it's you know if if they're if the developer is lying. That's an issue. That's a separate issue. What if the game shows promise, but they don't finish development? That's happened. Like that's happened the, a couple I feel times. Like cons- I feel like the consumer at the time of purchase has to say, "At the moment, I'm going to buy it. Is it good enough to where it is now? Because I fully understand that it could not come out. Like, I I don't think they're buying a promise of a good game or of a completed game. You have to know that you're buying." the version that it is now with the hopes that it'll get better. But it's kind of like with Kickstarters. It's not, it's not, you're not making an investment, right? Yeah, but it's different though. Kickstarter is specifically designed to be like, all right, you're buying into the idea of something. Steam is an actual store. You are buying the game in its current state with the promise of getting the full product once it's fully done. I, I don't think you're getting the promise. No, I, that's the idea then the game could stay in early access forever in that case. Well, I feel like you're, the promise you're getting is this is going to turn into something. And what but if it, it doesn't? No promise. Well, I'm just, well, I'm, well, for how, well it, there's no timeline. For all you know, it could. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. That's what I don't like about it. It's like, you're, okay, like I can understand if a game is already fairly far along. Let's, like, let's say Broforce. Let's say Necrodancer. Stuff like that. And, like, it's obviously they need beta testers, so this is a good way to do this. And for smaller companies, it's also a good way to finance it. Those are the good aspects of it. Right. But what happens if a developer takes your money with, like, an early version and then they just don't do anything with it? I, I Again, I feel like the consumer purchasing it now is saying, what it is now, I'm happy with so far. I'll get something out of that. You know, I'll get my 10 bucks worth. And, you know, my hopes are that, you know, it'll just improve. That's still not good though then i feel like the consumer shouldn't buy it 
I feel like this is not this is this is a, an issue with consumers and not developers because I think having them come out in this early state is great. You know, I'm I'm more than I want to play games as early as I can or whatever, and I want to see the the weird things that happen and the changes that get made. And it's just you know if if you're someone that thinks I don't trust this developer to you know m- continue making the game, then just don't buy it. Like I think this is a, a consumer decision. I don't know. I still don't. I still think there's nothing. Is... There's nothing stopping you from waiting. Even with early access, there's nothing stopping you from waiting for 1.0 to to ship. Like all it is is they're adding extra. Right. Yeah, but I mean, in some cases, I I understand. Like in case of developers, like all right, we need extra money to help fund it. Like e- even the Kickstarter group for Broken Age that uh, Double Fine did, they still yeah. put it on early access so they could actually like make the rest of the money. That makes sense. I'm okay with that. And you still get a fairly functional part of the game, usually. I'm saying, what about companies that are trying to kind of abuse that and just put out like crappy like parts of games that they like? Yeah, it's a pretty case by case thing. Yeah, that, yeah that's why like that's why I said like, I'm part eh, with it. I, I feel like the only way that would work is if their plan is, hey, we're gonna make half a game and we're gonna market it really well so that people buy half a game and then we'll run. Like, there are people like, that have done that. Yeah, yeah. it's gross. Okay, I didn't. I didn't know. Uh, I don't know of that. There are literally games out there that are just like lol early access, and it just ends. It stops, <laughs> like as you're getting into it, and stuff like that's gross. It's the developer taking advantage of people, but I don't know. It's a case by case sort of situation, I guess. It's a real think, gray area. I think. I think this comes down to you got to be a smart shopper. Or at yeah, least just part. know what you're getting into. Like exactly. you're essentially just throwing your money away, and you might get something out of it. <laughs> Whatever. Well, no matter what, you're getting something. You're getting this early access version. You know, and and I think even the early access one, they have forum pages, right? Generally, yeah. Yeah, they they so I'm you just do your research, find out if the game is you know in a workable s- scenario as it is now, and if you're happy with what it is now. Then yeah, put your money down, and I can't wait for it to come out. I th- but I, I think you know. a lot of people don't realize early access is basically helping with development, though. They think of it as a game coming out early when really it's an alpha build of something, and you're kind of paying money for the ability to test something and report back to the developers what was going on. That's why they have the forums set up. Right, yeah. No, it is. I think entirely it is, hey, we need help getting this out. So let's sell it as is. Like it's, it's a little. It's it's kind of like pre-ordering. In a way. So, right there's there's plenty of games that you're able to pre-order that haven't that don't come out, as well, right? Like how long was your Duke Nukem Forever pre-order? I never had right. one. So. John wasn't yours a few years. Like when did you pre-order it? Four months before it came out. Oh, you did it. Oh, well, that's recently? not bad. Okay. I cuz I just are... I did the collector's edition pre-order and then that was it. Okay. There's definitely people who had really old ones, right? So And in that case, that guy didn't get anything until 1.0 shipped. I would have been awesome if he got all the iterations of Duke Nukem Forever. That would have been cool. Well, I get and that's here's the problem. It's also a case of like we're back to the if the developers are going to do something or not. Like, if developers are constantly updating it, then yeah, no, early access is awesome. But if it's just like, oh, every, like, let's say eight months, there'll be an update or something like that. 
And maybe that's more case by case basis, like Paul said, but there's there are some skeezy aspects to early access that I don't like. There's some skeezy aspects to the whole gaming industry I'm not big into, so <laughs> I still feel even with the like the eight month thing, you need to decide at the time you're putting your money down, are you happy with where it's at? And if not, then yeah, you should wait. I think it's simple as that. Because, yeah, like you said, people could leave. So you need to determine if, well, what it is now. Is it happy now? Yeah. So. Uh, Devin writes in, if you guys were to do a game at eight, uh, Awesome Games Done Quick or Summer Games Done Quick, what would it be? John, didn't you do one? No. Oh. For, why, am I, why am I thinking you did? Because I had a friend who did. Oh, okay. No, I could have sworn I thought you did. No. Nope. Or you were going to or something. Uh, no, it wasn't me. I said I'm, I would, if I was asked to and had a good game I was good enough at, I would do it. But No, apparently I've got a couple friends who are applying for it this time around, so. Do you have to, like, send in, like, a video resume? Like, look, I can play this game. Yeah, you kind of yeah. have to show, like, here's me doing, like, a run of it, and they have to, like, see if it'll fit well in the schedule, like, what the popularity of the game is usually. It'll fit in any of, like, the specific blocks, stuff like that. All right, so if we had to pick a game, what would it be? Um, Ninja Gaiden's probably the game I can run the best at this point. I don't think there's a game I'm, like, really good at. Hmm. Paul? Resident Evil 1 or 2. Nice. Yeah, I, you know, I... I, yeah, I don't think there's a game I could do it, so I there's I wouldn't be able to do it. Not at all. Uh, Matthew writes in with the NPD numbers. Sweet, I have a feeling this is where I'm taking over. If you'd love, if you'd like to, I'd be all for that. I know, because I know you're not a fan of it at all. <laughs> all right. Nope. <laughs> Sales for I believe this should be July. Yeah, this should be July's numbers. Uh, the Wii U sold 81,000 consoles on, in July. 3DS, 108,000. PS4, 187,000. Xbox One, 131,000. The 360 still sold 54,000. PS3 sold 32,000. The Vita, 17,000. And the Wii, 14,000. It's probably for uh, Disney Infinity 2 coming out, right? Is that actually confirmed for Wii 1? <clears throat> uh. Well, yeah. No, oh, I'm sorry. I'm thinking Skylanders. Because we talked about it a couple of weeks ago. That oh, yeah, you're right. Games. That was going to be Skylanders like and Just Dance. Yeah, you know what? That, that would make sense, actually. <clears throat> actually, speaking of which, today, um, if you somehow have, you know, a Wii, a Disney Infinity figure and portal thing, you can just download Disney Infinity 1 for free. Oh, just nice. free. Again, you need to have the equipment. But they just they put it up for free. That's I don't awesome know who nice. that per I don't know who that person is. I guess if you borrow it off a friend or something, you don't need to borrow. But then just borrow the game. Like what is? It's not like your friend's going to use the game without the hardware. So I don't know. I don't know who that consumer is. Maybe if the disc gets damaged, who knows? That's the only thing I can think of. I I guess. Because uh, as far as I'm aware of, they don't sell it without the portal and like the three figures. So. Right, yeah. So if your disc got damaged because you know your kid, if you bought a thrift shop or something, maybe. 
and just oh man, the game wasn't in here. Darn. Well, I'm an the, idiot. Yeah, GameStop does sell like the things by themselves, like use like oh you can buy like a Buzz Lightyear figure. So there's been a person just waiting for this moment. I've been you waiting ne- for this moment know. for years. <laughs> and he's like, oh, great. I can finally run down to the GameStop, buy those that portal, and, and play it. Sorry, and kid. We just sold our last portal yeah, five yeah, minutes no, the, ago. The, the kid walks in, and he just sees the guy walking out with his bag. And he's – no, the kid walks in, and there's another kid walking out who's really happy and excited. And in his bag is the portal and the figure. Sorry, kid. That guy just bought the last one. Yeah. The kid with the figure just runs away. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anyway, that's a thing. Uh, if you guys have your Wii plugged in, you should download it, I guess. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Where are we? All right. For sales of software, Last of Us Remastered sold 270,000 copies. Last of Us PS3 sold 15,000. Mario Kart 8, 115,000 copies. So I don't know what that puts it at now overall. I remember hearing recently that it sold over a million in just the U.S. alone. I think that's what we talked about last week. I No. All right. I was having a conversation with someone about that recently. So The nice thing about our news, uh, the way we set up our thing, is you can scroll down and see what we talked about last week. All right. And it's not there. Thank you for confirming Spoil- for me. Spoilers. All right. Oh, uh, man, there's more NPD numbers on the other page. Oh, damn it. Aren't you the thought, one who put that there, or was that Paul? Yeah, but I, I put it there. I just forgot that it spanned two pages. Minecraft 360 and PS3 versions sold 100,000 copies combined, and Tomodachi Life sold 85,000 copies in July. Wow. Lifetime to date, 3DS software, they've sold 40 million different 3DS games. Mario Kart 7 has sold 3.48 million lifetime to date. 3D Land sold 3.09 million. New Super Mario Bros. 2 has sold 2.28 million. Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon, 1.33 million. Animal Crossing, 1.36 million. Pokemon, I assume, X and Y combined, 4.11 million. Ocarina of Time Remastered, 1.39 million, or I guess Ocarina of Time 3D, whatever you want to call it. And A Link Between Worlds. I want to call it 3D. You want to call it what? I want to call it 3D. All right. And Ocarina of... Or that. And Legend of Zelda Link Between Worlds, 1.09 million. That kind of sucks that Ocarina of Time sold more. Ocarina of Time's also been out for like two years longer than Link Between Worlds. that's That's the problem, is I already have like four copies of that game. No, so like, I mean the 3D version has been out oh, for two years you're, longer. You're, that's okay. Yeah. All right. I guess it's not that crazy. It's actually more impressive that the link between worlds is that close in such a smaller time. I'm good. It should be beating it. Where do you even find these numbers? Uh, probably the, there are companies that re- the NPD is a company that tracks all this stuff. Is there a website, npd.com? Uh, they're NPD. I thought they, they used to post it publicly for a while, then they stopped doing that. So maybe they're back well, they to doing be, that again. Well, they must be posting it publicly somewhere that Andrew, or sorry, Matthew keeps finding them. Unless he's like the head of the world and he just knows this stuff. Might be being leaked on Reddit. The for, head uh, of the world. Neogaf. 
Well, I was gonna, I was gonna say one of the companies. But Matthew, like, are you the president of the entire world? Not even like about video games or a company that publishes stuff for like the Economist. I was say a the company, world, a video game company, but I was like, well, they wouldn't know the other guy's stuff, so I have right. to say what, what is, what is the umbrella category for all, like you know, all three hardware people, and it's the world. Fun fact, I brought my Vita with me on the plane. I didn't play it at all. <laughs> I, I've done that way too many times. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, me too. Well, not Vita, but like any console I no, think No, no, it's been Vita. I'll have my Vita you. and 3DS, and poor Vita just sits there doing nothing. Yeah. yeah I brought my iPad and read a bunch of comics. <clears throat> yeah, that's know, better anyway. I know that the one time I'm actually going to like want to play it, I'm going to have forgotten to charge it. It's going to yep. happen. It's not, that's yep. about right. Cody writes in, uh, to the person who asked where to buy games, I recommend checking Gamefly. Uh, they are known as an online retail service, but they also sell games, and you don't need a subscription to buy the games. I love buying used games from them because while the disc is used, the case and manual are always uh, the case and manual always look brand new because it stays in their warehouse. Also, they are always having blowout sales to clear out their inventory. Unfortunately, I think they only ship to the U.S. and the U.K. I didn't even realize Gamefly was still around. I thought they went under two, actually. Hmm. Apparently not yet. And actually, I, I did know that they were also selling games. I had seen that before. So thanks for the tip, Cody. I, I think the person was asking about like older retro games, though. So I don't think yeah. he offers that. Probably not since he mentions the blowout to clear out their inventory. But yeah, it's still a good tip if you're, for you know somewhat recent games. Sure. Yeah. Andrew writes, what's your favorite tower defense game and why? The tower defense maps in StarCraft and Warcraft 3. I don't think I've actually played okay. a tower defense game. Or Demons vs. Fairyland is pretty good. What? I don't even know what that is, but John, you've never played a tower defense the game? The closest thing I've played to a tower defense game is Plants vs. Zombies. That's a tower defense yeah. game. That totally counts. All right, well, then I, that's probably, That was probably going to be my answer. Okay. Plants vs. Zombies. I was also going to say... Gears of War 3's horde mode. Okay. Sure. Oh, yeah. You have to make sure something doesn't get destroyed. You're right. Well, no. It's just you You actually have, like, structures you're building to mm-hmm. block the enemies. It's basically a tower defense. A yeah, lot but... of people like dungeon defenders. There's that. I don't know. I, I'd argue that kind of doesn't count the, the Gears one because in tower defense, usually you're defending something. In this case, you have to make sure you just murder everyone. Right, but you're defending, like yourself aren't you I, I defending guess, like, the generators like, like, that's like what i was thinking but i think that's only on like certain ones and like in, like in gears of war 2 horde mode it's just you know make sure you don't die survive but in three it's like strategically better to hunker down in one spot and build up fences and build up turrets like it's pretty tower defensive i know you're i understand your point but i just i think it's pretty tower defensive Anyway, my, my option was going to be uh, Plants vs. Zombies 1. Rimmed capsules, pretty cool as well. There you go. Fruit Puncher says, I've remembered back at an old podcast that you guys said that 2011 was a great year for gaming due to many great games coming out. Did we say that? Probably. I guess we said that. That sounds right. I'm, I don't, I'm I don't remember what, what came out that year. but I'm, oh, sure. yeah, now I'm just saying now I'm just curious what came out in 2011. Um, 
I wonder if I still have the I game think, of the year. Was list. that Borderlands and Bayonetta and all that stuff? I don't know. Let me see if we have the the game of the Oh, no, it'll be on my personal one, so I won't have access to it here. Um, he says, do you guys feel that 2015 will be the next 2011? 2015 is packed with games such as Evolve, Battlefield, Mighty Number no. 9, Batman. Oh, yeah, we didn't mention that got delayed. Oh, yeah. Halo 5, you know, Evolve got delayed, too. Um, yeah. Mario Maker, Metal Gear, Mortal Kombat... Persona, Tomb Raider, Battlefront, Uncharted, Zelda, Xenoblade, and more. It's going to have a lot of really good games coming out that year. That's so. a lot of great. I bet a bunch of them get pushed. <laughs> they, a bunch of them already got pushed, but I, yeah, one or two I can imagine will get moved to 2016. But but a lot of these are for holiday next year, so I could see them getting pushed, right? Because mm. a lot of ones that, like, I'm sure Batman and Evolve won't get pushed because they just got pushed at the beginning of the year. But I could definitely see, like, uh, Tomb Raider getting pushed a bit. Zelda easily pushed. Uncharted. Like, these ones are way far off, right? Okay, 2011 was Borderlands 2's release year. So, yeah, there were a bunch of good games that year. 2011 is the only year in the last five years I don't have a game of the year for. I didn't do one up that year. Oh, you know what? Mine's probably on Giant Bomb. Let me look it up. No, it's not. Wait, that's 20... What the fuck? Why did it say 2011 for Borderlands 2? Oh, was announced in 2011. Never mind. That's my mistake then. So what the fuck came out in 2011? <laughs> nothing. Nothing fuck came this. out in 2011. Nope, not a single that's why it was, What? That's why it was the best, because I finally got a break. Uh, what the great 3DS. games came out in 2011? Uh, like one of the Arkham games came out that year. Uncharted 3 came out. Skyward Sword, Skyrim, Portal 2. Wait, Uncharted 3 was 2011? Double checking. Oh, actually, that, yeah, that, you know, you're right. That is right. Yep. November 2011. Batman, Arkham City, Portal 2, Skyrim, that means Skyward Journey Sword, and that year. Uncharted 3 were all like the big releases that year. Uh, out Bastion, of those, Skyrim was the only one I really enjoyed a lot, so. Bastion, Dark Souls, Dead Island, Homefront, L.A. Noir. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. I think that's the year I don't, have my best of, I don't have my best of the year list. I do have my E3 2011 most anticipated games. I think what Gears of War list? 3 was also that year. Rayman Origins, Assassin's Creed Revelations, Dance Central 2, Mass Effect 3, Gears of War 3. Luigi's Dark Moon, Super Mario 3D Land, and Skyward Sword. 2011 was actually a pretty good year, I, yeah. I remember 2010, like, loving that one. And, yeah, no, I think 2010 was the year. I think Nathan uh, and I had this discussion at work one day, and I think we said 2007 was, like, one of the best years for video gaming has ever seen. No, that that's that's definitely seen as one of yeah. the... I think 2010 is the year. 2010, 2010 was Red Dead Redemption, lot. Mass Effect 2, God of War 3, Just Cause 2, The Connect, Heavy Rain, Deadly Premonition. Like, yeah, I ha- here's yeah. my top 10 list. I have my top 10 list right here. From okay. 10 to 1. Yeah. Deadly Premonition... Pac-Man Championship Edition DX, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World the Game, yep. Singularity, yep. Rest of Layton 3, yep. Limbo, DJ Hero 2, Need for Speed, Hot Pursuit, Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, Mass Effect 2. Did you not say Bayonetta anywhere on that? No, I wasn't. I, I think out of the three you. of us, I was the only one who had Bayonetta on our top ten. Ugh. Mass Effect 2 was on there, too. 
Yeah, that yeah. was my number one. Yeah, of course it was, because you're a smart, smart man. I even have my best of 2009 list here. <laughs> Do you guys want to see that? You want to hear that? <laughs> sure. Why, Why not? not? All right, 10 to 1 again. Shadow Complex. Oh, man. This is not... Oh, my gosh. I don't even want to say this. Do it. New Super Mario Bros. Wii. What was I thinking? Oh, I hate no. that game. Oh, wow. Oh, no. There you go. I'm a hypocrite. I'm a hypocrite. Well, ah, we, well we all need that, Sean. Let's be real. I have to edit this list. <laughs> I'll just put Shadow Complex twice. Also, oh, my gosh. My feelings... What did I write about it? The combination... I, this I didn't even write. That's not even a full sentence. I don't even know what I wrote. Oh, my gosh. Okay, anyway, eight... Arkham Asylum, seven, DJ Hero one. DJ Hero's great, guys. I don't know if you know this. Uh six, a boy in his blob, five, Left for Dead Two, four, Professor Layton two, three, Assassin's Creed two, two, Uncharted two. Wow. And one, Borderlands one. How did you have Arkham Asylum so low on that list? Yeah. Hey, hey, at least it's in front of New Super Mario Bros. We I mean, I'll give you that. How is that even on this list? I hate because that. Because you were a different person <laughs> back then. Yeah. Yes, yeah. And how is it is no way is it better than Shadow Complex? Oh yeah, Shadow Gosh. Complex was the lowest one, wasn't it? I know, yeah. that's I want to just rework this list a bit. It does some, No, don't do that. It doesn't yeah, make you sense. Can't do that. No, I'm just saying like my opinion of it now is this list would be very reworked. Yeah. That's it for questions, though. That's it for questions. Unless yes, Sean wants to read the rest of his lists. No, I'd have to. I'd have to log out of this and go into my uh, actual uh, Google account. <clears throat> I would stop. That would kick me out of the chat, so I can't. Um, yeah. if people want to write in questions for next week, what can they do? Write an email to top ten perspective at gmail dot com. Uh, you can message us on Twitter, TDP Podcast, or you can search us up on Facebook. That's top ten perspective on Facebook. What about snail mail? We get any of that yet? Nope. What's your I PO checked, box I number, John? Box. I don't have it memorized. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> All right. I have it written do down. You, where, do you do you have it like a, written up somewhere though? Yeah, it's it's I written on my Facebook and on my uh, YouTube. Okay, so people can check. Just that send out it to John in Canada. We'll get it eventually. <laughs> Hopefully, it'll show up. Yeah, to Jonathan of Canada. Uh, there's only one, so it's a very unique name. Yeah. All right, games of the week. I forgot what I've already played. Uh, <laughs> probably Counter Spy. Really? Okay. I I would have said PT if it hadn't gotten stupid by the end. I have to say Crypt of the Necrodancer. I gotta give it to Crypt of the Necrodancer as well. That game's real good. I'm gonna... That's... I just... That's all I'm thinking about game-wise lately is Crypt of the Necrodancer. That's, that's all you're thinking about? Game-wise, yeah. Oh. Paul, you gotta, you gotta keep going, man. Oh, I got the P.O. Box number. I found it. <laughs> okay. Uh, P.O. Box 90042 Madigan Plaza. That sound that? does that sound right? <laughs> yeah, that's it. Where is that? That's in the northeast. Madigan Plaza. Yeah, I don't. I don't know where that is. Okay, that's all it says here. Oh, in Calgary, Alberta. If you didn't know that, <laughs> but like you well, need to the, know that the postal code should be underneath that too. Oh, T two A 
seven y eight. There you go. You and it. there's another line here that I'm pretty sure is John's exact address, so I'm not gonna say that one. Wait, how can you see <laughs> wait, that? What were you? Oh seeing wait, that? maybe not. Hold on. I'm looking at something completely different. That's not your address. You don't live anywhere near that. Never mind. I'm not going to say that address anyway. Send, yeah, send me whatever that is on Skype, because now I'm really curious what the hell you're seeing. Okay, I will do is that. Is it maybe the address of the P.O. Box place? It might be. I'm not sure. All right, well, that's going to do it. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks for tuning in. Yeah, bye. Later, Later folks.